Autism Edge series. I'm very excited to share the series with you. Autism Edge was born through the journey I have embarked, gathering insights and knowledge along the way. And I would love to share what I've learned in the last six years with you. And today we are going to talk about mercury and mercury toxicity. So this week we are discussing a very important aspect of autism and that's mercury. What a subject. So mercury is known as to be a very harmful uh, to the body and creates brain damage in children. So why do we as um, parents need to know what, about mercury? So some theory for you, we are exposed to mercury in different ways and forms. There are three different types of mercury and the types are elemental, inorganic and organic mercury. So elemental mercury is the most common form. It, it is a metallic silver liquid that is processed from an ore called cinnabar and it readily breaks into droplets and easily vaporizes at room temperature into an odorless, colorless vapor that can easily be inhaled with you, without you realizing it. So the risk of this type of mercury um, is that it easily crosses over into your blood brain and placental barriers and can enter breast milk. It is a dangerous neurotoxin that impacts the central nervous system and some of the neurological effects are tremors, mood swings, irritability, excessive shyness, insomnia, loss of coordination and slurred speech. Inorganic mercury can enter the blood through mouth and skin from products such as disinfectants, so what you use in your house, and uh, fungicides. So inorganic mercury compounds are frequently found in school science labs. So that's where you can find them. And the risk of inorganic mercury is the least toxic of the three forms of mercury. It can damage the GI tract, which we already know is very important in autism, and uh, with their health, so as well as the kidneys and nervous system. High exposures can lead to skin rashes, uh, mood swings, memory loss, mental disturbance, and muscle weakness. Organic mercury is most commonly found in the environment, so around us. It is converted from its inorganic form by a biological bacterial process. Okay, so it is bioaccumulates in, so it accumulates, bioaccumulates in the environment and is most commonly found in fish. So oral in uh, ingestion of fish is the most common route of exposure of mercury to humans. The risk involved is that it crosses the barrier again, like we mentioned, um, from the blood-brain and placental barriers, which can damage the central nervous system and causes birth defects, uh, neurological problems, and developmental delays. Uh, fetuses are the most vulnerable to um, Methylmercury toxics uh, effects um, because studies have shown that cord blood levels are twice as concentrated as maternal blood levels uh, for mercury. Chronic exposure to methylmercury can cause an impairment in vision, in sight, in speech, walking, hearing, um, and lack of coordination uh, from your gross and your fine motor. So why do you as parent need to know about mercury? And mercury in children with autism can cause certain characteristics uh, that we see as um, abnormal, uh, uh, 
abnormality, sorry. Arms flapping, speech development delays, poor or no eye contact, oversensitivity issues to sound and touch, as well as uh, low muscle tone and sleep disorders. Uh, these are only a few examples, but uh, the similarities between mercury poisoning and autism cannot be seen uh, as not important. Um, high levels of metals in autistic children are found and can be detoxified through um, the right diet. Children with autism is more prone to neurological damage due to mercury, and mercury clings to the brain and tissue and can be difficult to test for. So as children with autism struggle to detoxify, um, it is hard for them to excrete metals through different systems like urine, hair, and sweat, like most of us. Mercury can also decrease immune function, so they can become more sick easily. So thimerosal inhibits uh, DPP-4, an enzyme that is needed in the breakdown of gluten and casein which also influence T-cells or microbes, a binding protein for purine and um, an enzyme which is important for energy release and control. Low DDP, uh, DPP-4 results in unbalance in amino acids, therefore making uh, or makes the detox difficult. So how can this diet increase the levels of mercury in a body? A high consumption of seafoods like fish, salmon, um, are in the low ranges of containing mercury, where shark and uh, tailfish or tilefish with uh, very high levels of mercury. Air is also a source of how, of, of how mercury can end up in your system. Air pollution is a big one. A study has found that in areas where the air contained high le levels of mercury, um, the rates of children with special educational needs increased by about 43%. Any area with high levels of metals in the air contributes to the high levels of metals found in children and so possible influencing their behaviors. Uh, please let us know if you would like to know more about um, how you can use diet to lower the metals in the system as well as how to detox metals through following the right diet. Um, we would love to hear from you. Um, pop us an email to info at straussacademia.co.za or you can go to our Facebook page Strauss Academia um, to look what we are, we are up to and what we are doing at this moment um, as well as how you can um, enter into or register into the, the Autism Edge series where we have uh, six steps that we take to make sure that um, the children are healthy and developing um, as well as talking about the diet and diet tips, foods to avoid and foods to, in, to include in the diet to make sure that we can um, go into the detox phase for the learners and make sure, make sure that they, they are healthy. Autism Edge series, welcome back. I'm very excited to share the series with you. Autism Edge was born through the journey I have embarked, gathering insights and knowledge along the way. And I would love to share what I have learned in the last six years with you. And today's topic is healing the biology of the autistic child. Very excited, cleaning the gut, detoxification and healing the body is of most importance. What are the roles of zinc and copper? So why, don't, uh, why you don't want to load up our, or detox 
on them when the levels are low or high through medication. And again, we're going to talk about metals and how it will influence. So we talk about zinc deficiency may lead to children becoming irrita uh, irritable, gaze look in the eyes and feelings of crying. A deficiency can also lead to infections and inflammation in the bowel, loss of appetite and poor wound healing. Decrease in T-cell count, or what is a T-cell? So a T-cell is a type of white blood cell that helps the immune system fight infections and growth delay. When zinc is low, it leads to a low immune system that leads to low absorption uh, of nutrients, uh, which is very important. Um, gastrointestinal disorders can also cause zinc deficiency uh, due to di diarrhea that goes with uh, having a leaky gut, which is common in autistic children. Healing takes place at night, and zinc can be given at night before bed with a probiotic. Uh, foods with high levels of zinc can improve and assist the immune system, enzyme, uh, enzymatic processes, sensory function, cell growth, and higher appetite. Zinc is an important nutrient for cognitive development or cognitive function. Keep in mind to take small steps in introducing new foods to their diet. Um, and also, um, we look at copper. So copper helps with iron regulation. Copper is a cofactor for a number of enzymes. Copper is also needed for neurotransmitters. A high copper to zinc ratio can cause many health is issues, such as mental problems, diabetes, decreased digestive enzyme activity, as well as food sensitivities and allergies, um, as well as the... Uh, autoimmune diseases, IBS, and chronic candida. So very high levels of copper leads to hyperactivity, academic underachievement, uh, learning disabilities, emotional meltdowns, and frequent anger, ringing in ears, and sensitivity to food. When copper levels are very high, more um, norepinephrine and epinephrine, so adrenaline, are synthesized from dopamine, which causes feelings of agitation, anxiety, and panic, um, overstimulation, restlessness, um, and insomnia. These mentioned symptoms can be seen in children with autism. And how do we balance the ratio between zinc and copper in the body in a healthy manner? That's a big question, and that's what uh, we're going to mention now. And uh, zinc and copper have an intimate relationship. So first, we need to look at where does the copper come from through uh, the foods we eat, uh, the water we drink, uh, the water we bath in. Um, so after the elimination of the source, uh, this is the first and most important step in the copper elimination process. Uh, increase the intake of zinc rich foods. Uh, so how can you increase the rich foods of zinc? So zinc is what removes excess copper in the body most naturally and efficiently. Increase other copper and antagonists including um, molybdenum, sulfur, manganese, B vitamins and vitamin C. Uh, drink lots of water to keep the copper moving. Uh, steam baths or anything that uh, increase sweating will, will definitely help. Um, Epsom salt baths for them, that's important. So Epsom salt pulls out heavy metals. Uh, this is a key ingredient to add to a bath water. So please let us know. Um, we would love to hear what you are thinking and if you have any questions, 
um, if you have a question on why Epsom salt is so important, um, how we can use diet to remove metals or to help them to detox metals through um, a certain diet. Uh, if you're interested in extra resources, please let us know. And again, you can contact us um, on info at straussacademia.co.za for more information or go to our Facebook page, Instagram account. Um, for anything else that you might need. The articles are available on uh, numerous uh, podcast platforms as well as our website to download and share. And yes, please let us know if you have any thoughts, uh, any questions. Um, we would love to help.